I'm glad because, you know, if, out of all the rumors I've started about myself, that's the one I want to make sure that <laughs> continues on. Oh, that's, that, <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's of your, course. That's your uh, tactic? Is of that course. You're, is you're putting it out, like you're kind of reverse secreting, right? You're putting stuff yeah. out there about you that is supposedly not from you and you're hoping it kind of gets back to you. Bingo! Hello! <laughs> Hello! You figured out my plan. <laughs> Your gold plated plan. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see if it takes off. Yeah, sure. It's one yeah. of those. Uh, you're like one of Batman's rogues gallery who he's just is like, nah, he's fine. It's Don't cool. worry about him. Uh, so. <laughs> The rice bandit is at it again. Yeah. Uh, Alfred, number one, why does he call himself that? And number two, uh, he's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, you now tell me when Kite Man's flying around. Got to deal with it. Yeah. Do we have <laughs> any members of the Bat family that are just in need, that are off tonight? Or are they, they, they needed like an easy assignment? Let's get Tim Drake out there and uh, confront... Captain Rice Aroni. What was your name again? Well, you the Rice Aroni Bandit. Rice Aroni Bandit. Get it? Get, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I don't want to be Captain Rice Aroni. That sounds terrible. I want, yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be the Rice Aroni Bandit. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. And I your like whole thing is you start rumors about yourself. <laughs> That's it. That's what, look. If anything, you think Batman would pay me a visit just to try to give me like a boost or something? Be like, "Hey, buddy, you how you me? doing? You, you doing, doing okay?" Like <laughs> this is a wellness <laughs> check by Batman. You know, <laughs> Batman, so you're here again? Surely you've heard the rumor about my fighting prowess. Not true, of course, but <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> oh Lord, no! If I lived in a world where I was Batman, <laughs> that'd be the one rumor I'm not starting. I ain't trying. <laughs> Batman's like, Batman. Oh, buddy. Uh, no, I haven't heard about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one's hearing these rumors. No one. Yeah. It's not getting back to. I'm so sorry, buddy. Are you okay? Yeah. Do, you need, do you need anything? Here's a signed batarang. It's guess oh. what? It's from me. My. <laughs> it's from Bruce. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's right. I'm telling you my secret identity because. Think it's gonna be a big deal. <laughs> Woo, let's go. go you know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the '90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, pop soccer. That's right. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Pop Saga, the pop culture podcast by two old friends for two old friends, or Batoff Fatoff for short. Uh, today, we're going to be recapping and reviewing uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion, a thrilling yarn about uncovering a complex plot to replace some of the most powerful and influential superheroes with shape-shifting scrolls as they secretly prepare for a full-scale invasion of Earth. Paranoia and head-spinning revelations abound in this once-in-a-generation... Sp- uh, hold on, hmm? I'm getting word uh, from the booth? 
Uh, yes, our producers are telling me that we this is uh, the, what I just said was a summary of the arc that happened in Marvel Comics, uh-huh, which we are not covering today. And instead, we're talking about the TV show that is loosely based around the aforementioned comics. Okay, well, I'm Forrest, and I'm joined as always by John. And John, just one question for you before we get started. Uh, can we get this over already? <laughs> can we get this over with? Can we just not? Well, I mean, we could, but it'd be a very short show. Ah, that's true. Yep, that's right. All the all the Pop Saga pals out there deserve a full show. And uh, so, you know, it is with a heavy heart that we come to you today. Hat in I, hand. Yeah. And only Secret Invasion recaps to offer. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that the Pop Saga pals gave me some time off. Uh so I could, uh, and this recoup. is how you repay <laughs> this is, them. This is how I'm repaying them, <laughs> which just proves I'm a bitter, angry old man, and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so <laughs> so just the, that's just the way it is. Um, yes. <laughs> Ow. Oh, I can't. I can't really belly laugh. Still, yeah. I mean, I can, but there are consequences that aren't of the. Have to travel to the bathroom variety. You know? <laughs> really, there's a bathroom component to the your accident recovery, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, when your back is all like bruised and stuff, it might uh, I don't know. I guess kick your stomach into high gear. We're just like, nah, bro, shouldn't ate that. It's like, but it was just an apple. Well, that's <laughs> fucked up. Shouldn't ate that. <laughs> it's pointed for you or nothing at all. Yeah, kind of is what my stomach sounded like after a while. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look, we're we're kind of in a drought a little bit. People like there's not that many new shows, so uh, Secret Invasion is it? I mean, we'll get Ahsoka eventually. That's coming. That's, that's right. Coming in, uh, yeah, don't in a worry. Few weeks. Good. That looks good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're getting uh, Loki season two, but oh, that Secret does look good. I don't know. After Secret Invasion, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll get talk. into it. We'll get in. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah. uh, well, uh, maybe there's something that can uh, that could soothe your bruised and battered visage, and uh, I'm thinking that something uh, might be of the alcoholic variety of pain management uh believe it or not no no and tonight i'm taking a break i oh. need to say that um before uh before the uh the accident i just to let everybody know uh, my wife and i we were in vegas celebrating a friend's birthday uh-huh. got into a car accident uh, got into a cab that got into a car accident um I'm mainly bruised and maybe a little brain shook. Uh, Tani didn't fare a little too well. She did definitely uh, break and dislocated uh, her pinky finger and stuff like that. But it's set and, you know, it's it's mending already. Um, But in Vegas, there's a few things to do. You can gamble. Uh, You could go to the uh, buffets or see the shows. Or you can do what I did which was Unleash Vegas John on the world. And uh, there's a difference between Vegas John and Pop Saga John, and that's like a lot more booze. So anyway, long story short, 
I've exceeded my booze quota, I think, mm. for both uh, July and probably August. Uh, so I, if you want to start the, the, the jingle, I will tell you what I am drinking. Uh, well, that's great, John. The uh, jingle music does not seem to be working right now, so this oh. is the perfect time for you to be taking a break. So, oh, in the absence of music, allow me to uh, uh, to think of something else, which is to say, uh, what are you enjoying this evening? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I don't know who that was. Uh, but... Uh, what kind of uh, what kind of healthy non-alcoholic beverage are you enjoying this evening uh, as we embark on our journey into the, the twists and turns and and uh, the the abject paranoia of this secret invasion? Uh, I am having a lovely lemonade from Taco Bell. Huh? <laughs> 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 See, I fainted oh. you. I was like, I'm having lemonade. You're like, oh, from uh, where? And then I was yes. like, Taco Bell. Uh. <laughs> so, so it is, uh, what is it, Minute Maid? Or? I don't know if it's Minute Maid or Country Time or whatever comes out of that spout, but it is a cloudy liquid that tastes faint like lemon and mostly like sugar, and that's exactly what I wanted. So, well, that, well, fantastic. You wanted uh, Taco Bell lemonade. Did you enjoy anything else from uh, our patron saint, Taco Bell? Oh, yeah. You know I went down. I went down and got me some uh, good old Taco Bell. I oh, got yeah? me some uh, Doritos What's your order? Dos Locos tacos. Because Doritos Dos Locos, huh? Loco. I don't know actually what they're called, but they're the Dorito <laughs> tacos. So I got me a couple of them, and then I got me a bean burrito. And then I got me a couple of steak soft tacos. Oh, nice! So you you don't go for an, you don't go for anything that's like on the menu. <laughs> Not really. Like I mean, look, it was on the menu in the app when I ordered it, and that's good mm. enough for me. Yeah. Mm. So you went for the uh, the jumbo combo. Kind of. I just kind of make my own thing. Just like give me some of this, give me some of that, <laughs> give me a damn lemonade. I mean, it look, it was between lemonade or starry. Yeah, no, I okay, get it. Thank you. You, you have right. if you, that is not a choice at all. The, the choice yeah. there is very clear. However, let's just—I want to just encapsulate for everyone who's listening: okay. the jumbo combo consists of two Doritos Locos tacos, yep. a bean burrito, and two mm. steak soft tacos. Is that is that correct? Two steak soft tacos, Supremes. Now, Supremes. Okay, great. So you, you're yeah. getting, even though you're not a cheese fan, you're getting the sour cream on there. Yeah, which and here's the other. Look, I'm gonna blow your mind. Go for it. all right. We all we need to know the exact jumbo combo so people can start ordering it at Taco Bell. I make no modifications to my tacos. Whoa! Noted cheese hater himself, John, is not a is not a cheese hater when it comes to whatever the heck the, that is that they put on Taco Bell tacos. And that's exactly my point. You said it right there. I have no idea what that cheese is supposed to be, but it doesn't taste cheesy to me. So mm. now here's the deal. I won't get any of their other cheese products. It's got to be that orange crap. If it's like yeah. the one that's like a blend of white and orange, no get nice. that out of there. If you're trying to do like the nacho cheese sauce, GTFO. Yeah. Slop. Not on my thing. I No, I don't want that. What are you trying to do? 
No, thank you. But the regular stuff? Sure, leave it on. Make it easier. It's one of the few like delivery items that if I do have it delivered, I don't have to worry about like saying no cheese, please. Thank you. Or I'm allergic, but then someone goes like, but you left sour cream on it. So you can't be that <laughs> allergic. And you're like, I'm only I'm allergic to aged cheeses. Don't you see? Yeah. Well, oh, that's fair. We get most of our cheese from Soviet surplus. What? Huh? Still? <laughs> Still? Yeah. Yeah. Same block. <laughs> cheese keeps on growing we've ah, never had yes. we just shave it down a little bit send them out and you eat it mm. so that is the jumbo combo just get just get those uh five things and then get you a drink of your choice i would have got like a pepsi or something that's too late at night it's too yeah late. i can't okay. like I, I deal with the sugar i don't want to deal with the sugar and caffeine no i mean it's, it's too much so is too this much. lemonade you have not carbonated at all not really. Mm. I mean, it's got some bubbles in it, but it looks fairly flat. That's it interesting. Taste sparkly. Is it, is it meant to be carbonated? No, I don't think so. Wow, That's, it seems weird as shit. Wouldn't carbonated lemonade just be like starry? Yeah, I suppose you're right about that. Cloudy starry, which is what everyone's everyone's just clamoring for. Yeah, delicious, uh, delicious starry. That is interesting, though. I think it's. I don't think I've ever gone to a fast food restaurant, and aside from shakes have ever purchased a beverage that is not sparkling uh, unless it was water. Hmm. I don't know. I just picked from the options. If they had had Powerade, I'd have picked that shit. You know what mm. I mean? Also you not know? fizzy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want the fizz. I don't need the fizz. It's late at night. It's late. It's late. Yeah, I'm right. tired. I'm old. I was a car accident. Yep, <laughs> I need, right. I need like, casual beverages for a little while that's all that's all yeah okay no i get it uh, it's yeah. interesting I, okay the well everyone out there i hope you're clear on the ingredients to a jumbo combo uh i can't purport to have anything quite so interesting in in, in my uh um uh taco bell quiver uh i think the most adventurous thing i've gotten from taco bell is i once ordered like off menu their potato tacos uh which is where they put the little uh seasoned fried potato chunks in a taco um and it, i mean it's great obviously but uh i i just get the the mexican pizza meal uh because ever since they brought that back i have i feel like i have to support it i have to make sure it never goes away again i was so scared and now it's back thank god yeah well, finally common sense hit uh Taco Bell headquarters or finally it's yeah, come yeah. back to Taco Bell the common yeah. sense they're just like, what happened? Our sales have dipped. We got rid of the Mexican pizza. Well, yeah. bring it back. It's just a naked crunch wrap, right? And we still keep that on the menu. Just bring back the pizza. I do love a crunch wrap too. What a weird abomination that stop sign shaped food is. But I, uh, I can't I do, do like it because they put that bit. nacho sauce thing on it. Yeah. I, would to I would totally mess with that. If they, and I don't want to ask for it not on it because you can't see inside the damn thing until you take a bite or you break it apart and you can't yeah. mess with the structural integrity. You can't. That thing yeah. is gonna that, that that thing is balancing on a knife's edge. It is mm -hmm. it is just waiting to just be a pile of slop. Uh, should you untuck one of the meticulously folded corners of this origami meal that you have uh, ordered from Taco Bell? Exactly. Don't mess with it. If you do, 
the consequences could be dire. So you're not enjoying uh, alcoholic beverage this evening, but yeah, this <laughs> I evening I don't know who I am. Maybe I don't know who I am without the music. Uh, uh, but do you, uh, want, do you want me to? I I can find some music for you. Hold on. Oh no no! Don't worry about it. Don't worry. You about sure? It. Uh, we're all good. We're all good. You the sure? time has passed. Uh, okay. But I wanted to ask you, John. Are you so you? But you have imbibed many beers in your day. Yes. Yes. Um. Are you familiar with the style of beer called a Rattler? I can't say that I am. Yes, yeah, so this is new. You know, I may have had one in the past. I just didn't know it was called that. But this is a brand new type of beer for me. It's apparently a German-style uh, lager uh, that is based on a Pilsner. Um and it's brewed with citrus in some way or another to create a sort of a citrusy beer. So I have here um, the Drew Brew Lemon Lime Lager, which is a German style Rattler. Okay. Um, it's from, uh, it says Mountain Made in Washington State. I don't know if that's the, the name of the brewery, though. Or if that's just bragging about the location in which it is made. We made this on a mountain. Uh, no, okay, well, uh, okay. <laughs> it's actually brewed by... The brewery is named Drew Brew. Uh, okay, sure. I don't... I'm not going to yuck anyone's yums, but I thought that was just a, a cutesy name for the actual beer and not the brewery name. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, I'm sure... Uh, I'm just going to assume Drew is bringing this to us. Thank you very much, Drew. Um, and so let's give it a try. Here we go. The classic sound. That was yeah. a good one. Um, we can see it's got kind of a weak, the, the, the head is not very weak, looks very carbonated. And let's take a little taste here. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. Yeah. Huh? Oh, oh boy. Oh no. What? What? What's that flavor? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> As the tables have been turned. Yes. My my three in a row terrible booze. <laughs> How I the turntables have turned. Yes. Uh, finally. Finally my lemonade's not sounding so silly now, isn't it? John, have you um, have you partaken in a uh, a Bud Light with lime in it? Yeah, yeah, it's nasty. Yeah, so this is that oh. with a tie on. Oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Bud Light with lime up. got exactly got a little fancy up. up. Yeah. Gonna, tonight, honey, put on your uh, put on your good shoes. Tonight we're going to Applebee's. Uh, that's this version <laughs> of uh, of Bud Light with it. It tastes just like a Bud Light with lime. Uh, maybe I just don't get it. So I, I paid eleven dollars for a six pack of what is essentially Ooh. Bud Light lime, and this is only four percent APV, so it's close. I think it, I, I think Bud Light lime might actually have more. I guarantee Bud Light lime will get you drunk eventually. Yeah. <laughs> this, this one, ooh. I don't know, oh. man. I don't know. I don't That's know. You know what? Maybe I'm not. I'm not going to blame this one on you, Drew Brew. Uh, this may just be my unsophisticated palate, but I don't know. Is it, uh, Rattler me this. Why is this beer so bad? 
It's, I mean, is it like a shandy? Uh, no, because I mean, I guess the the concept is similar, but I think a shandy is is um is slightly well. I mean, the shandies I've had uh, have certainly been better than this. It's just the thing is like the bubbles are too big. It's overly carbonated. It has like, mm. almost like a mm. lemon lime soda feel to it. Mm. Um, the lemon lime flavor. I don't know if it was made with real. It's it's possible it was made with like real uh, citrus oil and rind or whatever, but it feels it tastes very fake. Uh, oh, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then there's a very strange bitter aftertaste that is wildly unpleasant. I don't know, just not for me, not for me. Uh, so that's disappointing. But I think what better of a of beer to accompany this discussion than this. In this Rattler that is uh, looks inviting, the the label is a beautiful waterfall. It's the the font, like the graphic design is all very good. It's inviting you in. It's giving you maybe a little false sense of security. And then once you're in there, you're just bitter and sour and <laughs> just un- unpleasant, much like <laughs> the Disney Plus show. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's Marvel's Secret Invasion that John and I have watched all episodes of. Uh, how many were there? Six. 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 Some that, people ask for more. Well, I mean, that way that last episode wrapped up, I feel like there's an entire another season we didn't even see. There's now I I don't want to skip to the end. But literally, the last episode sets up the interesting premise that should have been the show. Yeah, I'm going to get no disagreements. Uh, let, let me hit this real quick. Spoilers, spoilers, double Just in boilers. case. Just uh, in case. I mean, secrets bubble. I don't know who's in, in the rights. Rushing out to watch this. I know I stopped rushing out to watch it. Which but yeah. has been invoked. Yeah. And we will be safe. For those uh, who need it. You know, I appreciate you being safe. I will tell you that the spoiler, which literally before we started recording, gave me mm. the okay. Thumbs up. Oh, said, wow. You could wow. talk about this one. Nobody cares. <laughs> It's the first time it's ever happened. So first That's time, huge, yeah. First time it's ever happened. I, John, I don't know. Here's I the mean, thing. I mean, here's the you, thing. We yeah. we talked about it after that first episode. Yeah, we did. And we were like, ooh, yep. you know, well, it feels kind of off to a rocky start, is what we said. Mm-hmm. And we were gonna, you know, we're saving, we're reserving judgment for the entirety of the series. And you'll remember. I don't think it was on air. But you remember before we started recording one of these shows, I was like, you know what? This so would actually be getting pretty good. I'm kind of looking forward to these episodes. So they even they pulled me in a little bit. They had two or three scenes. I, I was probably grasping at straws a little bit. I think you but were they pulled me in. Mm-hmm. And then man, did they just 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 like uh Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha to the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need to get in that meditation chamber for six months and think about what they've done. 
Oh, I'm going straight to the home home for eternal losers. <laughs> Whatever they changed to hell to in the uh, in the four kids version of Dragon Ball Z. No, I uh, you know um, I don't know, man. I don't. I you know on this show, and I think for me in general, you'll get mm. you'll get effusive defense of the superhero genre. A lot of people like to say it's garbage. A lot of people like to say that it would be great if it went away. My counterpoint is, shut up, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent counterpoint. I can see why you're on the debate club. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, this this show has me inching over a little bit to that other side. <laughs> I have to tell you. I mean, it's definitely not helping the case. Certainly uh, not. Yeah, like, <laughs> I remember watching the first episode with... Uh, Tiny and I was just like, huh? What? But I was like, well, at least, you know, like Maria Hill will be there. It's gonna be awesome. And, you know, like <laughs> she gets taken out, you're like, what the fuck? And then Tiny hit it perfectly with it when they showed the credits and it said special guest star Golby Smolders. And Tiny just goes, Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> just started laughing. I was like, Well, this show's going down the the drain real quick for me and yeah, there is no way it was ever going to pick up any sort of steam. And they, like they are rubbing it in, every single episode has with special guest Colby Smulders. <laughs> she was in the first episode, and then maybe you played a, sh- a, a, a two-second clip of not Fury shooting her in uh, that plaza, and then you're just like, I don't know, man. What a huge disappointment. You know who I like from the Marvel movies? Maria Hill. She's cool. Yeah. I I always want to see the character do more, and they never have her do more, but I want to see the character do more because I enjoy what she does when she does it. And then this one, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, like, intrigue, thriller, spycraft movie. They can go right back to kind of like the Winter Soldier and Falcon... You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then like Captain America Winter Soldier, and kind of go back to those roots with that intrigue. And then they're like, nah. Now nah, you want to do no. it now? No, nah. they, they, they didn't. And I think that was the biggest problem I have with it is that there was no intrigue. There was not a single moment where I was like, what's going to happen now? It's more like, oh, what? <laughs> what? Okay. What's happening now? Yeah, for me, I was just like, okay. Okay, and why does this matter? What? Tell me why I care. Why do I care? I don't care. I don't know why I don't care, but I really don't care about all of this that's going on. It is wild. It's wild that we got this like uh, gray mass of porridge of a show, and the price that we had to pay for it was both Talos and Maria Hill are dead forever? Is, is that that seems like we overpaid. I don't know, guys. I think we burned two cool characters on a shitty show. Look, I will gratefully return this show if I get those two characters back. Oh yeah. Can this show never have been made and we get those two characters back? Because I don't know if you know about this, John. Uh, what? 
I don't. I don't know, know if you've heard. Or, I don't know if you've heard or seen that there is a movie called The Marvels coming out later yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Of, I've I've heard of such things. It has Nick Fury in it. Oh man, could you imagine how this could have set that up instead of for ten seconds at the the very final episode? Nick Fury just like, oh yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> I gotta leave again. Anyway, I gotta go. The Cree are suddenly a thing and have not been before. Anyway, here's a beam of light. I'm off to the Muppet Show. Um, but for real, this, this show set up nothing. Like, truly, it asked no questions and provided no answers. And the ones it did provide, John, I'm here to tell you, they don't make sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's so much in here. Like, I, in fact, the, the, again, jumping to the end, but the end was something that they literally lampooned in the last episode of She-Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, they literally <laughs> lampooned it, and then they just did that. They saved up all their uh, CG budget for this this fight. That I was just like, I don't watch this. I don't. I don't care about these people. I don't care about Gravik or Guy. I don't. I have no invested interest, and in the show did not generate any invested interest. And that's not to say that like Amelia Clark or Kingsley Ben Adir didn't do great jobs acting and stuff like that fine you know i have no problems there but in terms of the character i just didn't care and you definitely made me cared less the minute maria hill was out of the picture so it's just like and then talos was just like okay well do 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 i'm sorry john's brain can no longer be reached by the show you can keep playing on the tv but john don't care and (laughs) yeah i mean the Kingsley Benny Deer, uh, a deer, uh, was fantastic in the show. Uh, kudos to him for what is truly a thankless job, like really having to pull out all the stops and try to make something out of a script that was clearly uh, nothing. Um, and I think I, the biggest gift that uh, Secret Invasion gave to me was when I saw the Barbie movie, wh- which also stars uh, Kingsley Benny Deer. Um, it just showed me how much of a terrific and wide-ranging actor that he is. Uh, and that is really my only takeaway. <laughs> this, this is what I'm trying to... Uh, focus on as the positive uh, from this because woof. I, I I mean the only thing that I got out of it was uh, the Sonia Fallsworth character played by Olivia Coleman. I like those parts. I would have rather watched the show with just her doing machinations. Yeah. I'd watch a show with her with that they set up in the last episode of this show. I'd watch yeah. a show with her and Gaia going around doing secret stuff over on the British side. I would have watched that. She was great. I agree. Um, you know, I don't know. It's just hard. So, okay. Let's uh, how do you want how do you want to tackle this? How do you want to? Well, we're, we're doing it right now. Just okay. keep it loose, keep it live. All right. All so, right. Hold on. Keeping it live. That that's is good. being recorded. Got yep. It. That's right. Live to tape. 
Um, uh, so this, uh, if you're not familiar, Secret Invasion is a Marvel TV project that premiered on Disney+. Plus. It chronicles uh, the adventures of washed-up Nick Fury, who's apparently been living in space and on the sword station orbiting Earth, I guess. Uh, we never see it in the show. It's just re- represented by a, what looks to be a space elevator of some sort. Um, and he returns to Earth uh, to unravel the plot of a rebel faction of Skrulls that is trying to to stabilize the world order and um, uh, eventually, you know, have the humans nuke each other so that they can invade the Earth and take it as their own. Because, of course, uh, Samuel Jack- Jackson's Nick Fury promised uh, the scrolls that he would find them a place to live back in the uh, 90s uh, during, you know, right after the, the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't. <laughs> he spent, you know, 30, 40 years gaslighting him, uh, these aliens, and then is very surprised when they are not happy. Uh, the main antagonist in this show is named Gravik, and uh, he is one of Nick Fury's youngest spies because, of of course, Nick Fury's deal for the scroll was, the scrolls were, you be my you know, shape-changing assassins, and I will find you a planet. Uh, and he didn't. And so this these shape-changing assassins are going to get revenge and Gravik uh, premiere among them. Uh, he has uh, created somehow a DNA recombination machine that allows him to possess any power of anyone he can get the blood of. Uh, and it seems like a fairly painless process that is quite quick. Um, and so he, uh, he spends a lot of the time in this show reminding us that the Fantastic Four still haven't arrived. Yep. <laughs> because yep. he's got, uh, he's got a Groot power. Yeah. He's got, uh, what? Well, he's got a Groot power. He's got, um, Call Obsidian, I think. Yep. And the extremists, right? The extremists, <laughs> which I didn't even know. I thought that was something else, but I guess you've got the DNA. You can just bingo, bango. I've got heat powers, and if you're not, if if, if you don't remember what the extremists' power is, no one's gonna blame you. Uh, it was in an Iron Man three. Yeah, foot, uh, a, a footnote in the Marvel uh, universe, Marvel movie universe, anyway. Versus yes. It being something completely different in the comics. Mm-hmm. And That's uh cool. yeah, sure. <laughs> it just so it basically follows uh Nick Fury trying to kind of uh get his Nick Furyness back. Yep. Uh and um seemingly always on his back foot and trying to to thwart Gravik um and uh, his old friend and fellow former uh, Avenger, Rhodey, seems to always be uh, seems to be transformed into an asshole when we meet him first, and then it is revealed, of course, that he was a scrawl. Uh, the the entirety of the series, and if you would believe the director of this series, um, Rhodey has been a scrawl since the events of Civil War. <laughs> Bullshit. 
<clears throat> yes. oh, sorry, sorry. Ooh, the Taco Bell coming up. Taco yes. Bell. Yeah. Uh, Taco Bell bullshit burps. Uh, yes, golfs, uh, an yeah. allergic reaction that everyone oh, has to Taco Bell. To yeah. the to the uh, to the uh, what did we name it? <laughs> What's your real name? The Jumbo Combo. The Jumbo Combo. Okay. So good, I totally forgot about it. Um, good yeah, enough, a, I remembered it. And <laughs> me brain not work now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the, the whole show is, uh, it's meant to be sort of like, who's a scroll and you who can you trust? But that, like, never comes into play. Like, uh, I mean, aside from the reveal with Rhodey, which was what I thought... It's a yes, it is a reveal, but I think the way that they introduce Rhodey and they play that entire scene where he fires Nick Fury is so you're like, Oh yeah, he's a scroll. Rhodey has never been this much of a jerk in previous like what happened? Something happened off screen we didn't Where's the Rhodey from uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> exactly i don't know every other time they showed up instead of going like oh no this is definitely not roadie yeah easily you're just like okay it's a scroll yep just scroll it's okay so that's cool Uh, you you said it very apt at the beginning of this where you're just like the last episode premise like what it kind of ended on is what the whole series should have been about right because then this is Go ahead, yeah. Uh, no, because then that would have amped that kind of like who is, who isn't, that that thirst for, you know, understanding who's involved, especially since you don't really have the Avengers in this. You don't have any of these other big names or whatever, so, like, you might as well make it be like, I don't know who you can trust on this end um, than what we got, which was a Nick Fury who has been 20 moves ahead in almost every movie all of a sudden, like, forgot how to play the game. Yes, and it's because he got blipped. And uh, now he's got some sort of uh, post-traumatic stress-related uh, incidents from that. And he just is like... Uh, because they spend a lot of time, again, not showing us through the actions of the character or anything interesting. They just spend a lot of time having other characters tell him that he's lost a step. And this is the old fury and blah, 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 blah. And so it's supposed to be this big reveal at the end when he's like, ha ha, it's a double, triple cross where you're just like, okay, but I don't care anymore. Like you could have had me care whether he needed to get his, like his spy craft back up and running, but I don't anymore because literally the stakes feel so low. Like, you know, things movies are coming out after this. So, they're not going to launch the nukes. You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there zero stakes. Like, like you said, I just I could literally have cared less. Uh, truly, with what was being presented, and there no intrigue, zero stakes for me. No, like nothing that this show should have just had. I mean, look, it's going to have scale problems and limitations with budget compared to uh, the synopsis that you said about the, you know, the comic book version, because that would have been grandiose and that would have been super cool. But even that could not have been contained in a two hour long movie. 
So they did what they could with it, but what they did with it was should have just, I don't know, left it alone. Like, yeah. don't try to re- replicate it at all. Don't try to adapt that story in particular because it is a beloved storyline. It's a good storyline. Uh, and I think that calling it Secret Evasion really sets yourself up. I mean, this wouldn't be a good show if it wasn't called that. Let me get be clear. The yeah. show was primarily fairly boring. Aside from a lot, there was a lot of good performances in it. But in general, it's like, it's easily the worst Marvel show that they've done to date. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you get no argument from me on that. And they were like, I was so positive about their previous, uh, their previous attempts because I really liked um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I uh, it had problems, but it definitely was watchable and it was exciting to tune into every week. Um, I loved the weirdness that I loved Moon Knight. I loved uh, Loki. I love. Uh, I liked Miss <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> Uh, but like everything was still, it was like, they were trying different themes and they were trying different story structures. And I was really excited that they were going to be doing something that that was like a little more risky and, um, experimental than the way they try in theaters. And this was just like rote and by the numbers. And as you said, the, the ending part with the super scroll battle, I could not care less, and it looked so goofy. <laughs> I really, oh, I well, tend to give it, like her Popeye arm, Popeye drags arm. When you see the end result of like when the render finishes and you see that final scene, you got to be like, let's we gotta cut this. Like we can't. This is Amelia pa- Clark is a national treasure. She's a, a global treasure at this uh, this point. Uh, we can't have her with a funny old CG Rex. <laughs> CG uh, Dave Batista arm, like a mini Dave Batista arm that's just coming out of her, just coming out of her leather jacket. We can't do that. That looks the worst. I know it's gonna go. People are gonna think it's so cool. I was like, are they? Are they gonna think it's so cool? Because it doesn't look great at all. Nope. And again, and it just they. And the, the worst part is, it's just like, oh, they made her the one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe, if not the most powerful person now. She is a hundred percent the most powerful person. She has the powers of the Hulk and Miss Marvel. Or sorry, Captain Marvel, all rolled into one. Yeah, you, know, you got uh, you got Ebony Ma, and you got all these other fools in there. I think there was even I forget one name in there. I saw really, yeah, yeah, Winter Soldiers in there. I was like, you what? what you got a bionic arm now? What, yeah, did they give you a metal arm as like a in the gift shop as you left? I don't know. Just it doesn't dude. matter. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a, a yeah. dude. It's a dude who's been frozen and probably somewhat chemically altered, but he and I like. Not like Captain America. You want the Captain America blood. That's the that's the stuff you want. I think he has super soldier serum in the MCU, but that doesn't matter because you already have Captain America. There's nothing that Bucky gives you that besides the metal arm that you're not getting with the Captain America. Uh, anyway, it, it, it just was so dumb. And then the way that they killed Gravik was so anticlimactic, and the whole thing was just such a bummer. Super scrolls are cool. They're from the comics, but in this case, it just was. Uh, 
uh, it just by the time it rolled around, you were just like, I don't know, just put it out of its misery. Look, Take it behind the shed. I know in the comics they are called Super Scrolls, but when Gravik says Super Scrolls, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard uttered out loud in my life. But I know in the comics that's what they're called. Like, yeah. I know it's not like they don't have a cooler name called Super Scrolls. And when he says this, I said, oh my God, this sounds so silly. And without well, plus the, the, the switcheroo at the end. Like uh, the way that they they have Nick Fury is just like he gets up to the reactor and he starts coughing. And you're like, Well, there's humans in the basement. I sure hope it's not this radioactive everywhere. So you're already you're like, What? Is he already sick? I don't get it. He gets right. in there and it's just like his plan is to be like, I've have it. Here's exactly what you want. Take it. It's all yours. By the way, could you not kill people, please? That was his plan. <laughs> yep. Right Don't then. kill people, please, though. And he's like, uh, no, I'll kill you and just do what I was going to do before. It's fine. You already gave me what you want, what I wanted. Like, Gravik was supposed to be smart. At that point, shouldn't he have been like, wait a second. Wait a second. You'd think so. You'd think so. But he, the, the hubris of almost winning and getting all those extra powers was was upon him. So he's going to Sure, yeah. Yeah. But isn't, like... <laughs> In the entirety of the show, almost to a fault, it seemed like scrolls could usually tell when the, someone else was a scroll. And see, to me, I felt like they could not tell because Talos couldn't when he was in that museum uh, coffee shop and they all turned into graphic and stuff like that. Yeah, he couldn't I guess tell. That, but it and seems like other times they were just like, wait a minute, this is a scroll over here. Like, I mean, maybe because they know that particular scroll in that instance but no to me my whole point was while watching it was like why can't talos just know when someone's a scroll like what type of evolutionary trait is this that they're so good at shape changing that they can fool each other because that would be terrifying <laughs> like, yeah like they wouldn't even trust they would be like well who are you i don't trust you you could be anybody you could just be another scroll yeah you just would assume that they would know oh no that's a scroll yeah, that's a scroll. Yeah, that's a scroll. I mean, obviously, it doesn't work for the whole like hiding in plain sight thing, and you know whatever happens next after this stuff, if anything. Like, but yeah, the fact that he couldn't tell that this was a, a guy was just like okay, and I was like, oh no, it's her. Before that whole scene thing, and I was like, oh, they swap places. Yeah, and sure enough. They did because he wasn't even around. He couldn't even have got there in the time uh, it took her to show up. Um, but just a bunch of random crap happened at the that final episode, and truly throughout the entire series. Like I'm thinking about when Talos was killed. It's just, just like a. I know it's supposed to be shocking, but it's not shocking. It was just lame. Yeah, it wasn't. It it was like fake out of the blue. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, kind of like, oh, it it just happened so suddenly. Aren't you aren't you uh, shocked by it? Type of thing. I was like, no, nah, you knew he was. I like watch it. I was like, I don't think he's gonna make it. But this would be a pretty shitty way for him to die. And I was like, oh, he, he really did die. Damn. Yeah. Fuck I think the show. weirdest the weirdest <laughs> thing was that final scene. You could hear you couldn't hear him because they cut the audio out, but you could, you could see uh, Ben Mendelsohn's lips moving. Just be like, get this fucking makeup off me. 
Get me home. <laughs> oh, I'd like to go eat some fish and chips then. Uh, wherever Mendelssohn <laughs> is from. Either way, it uh, yeah, that part was terrible. There was like we were supposed to meant we were meant to care about uh his relationship with Gaia, who is someone who was in the Captain Marvel movies. So like that seems like an interesting evolution for the character, and that they didn't do anything with that. It, the way that they explained away the fact that Fury did not want the Avengers helping him oh my uh, was ridiculous. He's just like, you know, because like truly this is a, a situation where, you know, it's not aliens or anything bizarre, but the, the world is on the line and there's a super powered thing that needs they need help with. And Fury's excuse was just like, I got to do this alone myself. I can't trust. I got to do this. You know what? I've lost my stuff. I gotta do this myself. And it's like, nah. Uh, didn't you used to be smart? Wasn't that kind of your thing? Yeah, yeah. Used to be. But this, oh this show and his space, he must have that space sickness or something. Oh, yeah. Too much time at zero G has really gotten to him. Uh, yeah. How do, how about that scene where he goes to the graveyard? Oh, don't to, Oh, my God. <laughs> to, uh, oh, to, uh, Get the harvest. The worst idea ever, by the way. Um, taking DNA samples from all the superheroes and just keeping them all in all in one place. Not even separate. It was all in one vial, just mixed it up like a superhero DNA cocktail. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you'll split you'll figure out which one's which if you yeah. want to pull something. Like what is yeah, exactly what is your what is your plan with this to, to begin with? But the scene in the graveyard it was supposed to, it, it's filmed like it's meant to be so cool. Oh like the God. fact he got this <laughs> stupid vial from a gravestone, his own gravestone. Oh, whoa. I mean, I mean, to be fair, the best line I think in the whole show is like, shit, I have these things all over. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, sure. That's funny, right? That's funny. I'll take that. But yeah. The, and then he's got a whole mausoleum that was built. With also with little cabinets, and each one slides down, looks cheap as hell. Just like you can see it shaking, like the plastic cover. And it's like, we're supposed to, like, this is the moment we're supposed to be like, yes, he's putting on the trench coat. He's back. Except he's he never back. takes that fucking fisherman cap off. He never takes the fisherman cap off. And more importantly, why wasn't all this shit in just one of the mausoleums? <laughs> Why was I patching one coat and another? He's like, yeah, but what if someone gets the eye patch? I don't want him to get the trench coat, too. I don't think it's all that damn precious, Nick. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then he's like, let me get this one little handgun. Time to stop all these scrolls. Let's go. Time to go. I mean, graphic, we got to end this, okay? Sure. I mean, I shot that fucker in the face a few episodes ago, and then it healed. But this time, I'm sure if I shoot him again in the face, it'll be a different result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now that, that scene just made me go, uh huh? What? Uh, I don't care. Because yeah. it, was, it was this badass, Nick's back, he, he, Fury got his groove, He's ready to show everybody who's boss and why he's Nick Fury. And said it was just like watching the old dude just put on some clothes and call somebody, but it wasn't even like somebody like you were hoping for some special guest star. 
or something to show up. Anything, like, John. <laughs> Anything. Get, get wheel Jeremy right around here. Something. Give us something or someone, but instead of just like, nah, no, no, no. We're just it's just gonna be Olivia Coleman. That's who he called. <laughs> just like, hey. Right. <laughs> just call the person he's already kind of been working with the whole damn series. They could have introduced anybody. It had just one cameo. Anyone. It would have made this show a thousand times better, at least for that moment. Uh like the big rev- the thing that we're supposed to is supposed to make our head spin, John, is that Rhodey has been a scroll for a really long time, which doesn't make sense. How did what okay. Fantastic Four and the X-Men plan must be taking a lot of Kevin Foggy's time time because he's he, not paying attention to anything that's going on right now. This flew under his radar. I have to imagine because we know it has been established. Every time a scroll bleeds, it's purple, right? They're they're it's purple and they're revealed. Brody bled blood at the, in Endgame, so it couldn't possibly be uh, this case. This is the case since uh, Civil War. You're right. I mean, I I could see a case being made for, and I kind of and I know the director went out and said no, it was been since Civil War. Like so, wait, so he did that shit for like seven years. That scroll pretended to be Rhodey for like seven years. Yeah, and he and he was like there at a pivotal point in Sam's life when he to, when he was trying to figure out if he wanted to be Captain America or not, and he came to him with this advice. <laughs> and the, but there was a scroll. Fuck off! That's so dumb. Yeah, like I mean, it would have made more sense if you would have said it happened during then. At least you'd have been like, uh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, he didn't really act any difference, but that's what a scroll's doing. So, but instead, you're you're setting up that this roadie doesn't know that uh, Tony's dead, doesn't know anything that happened about the blip, <laughs> the fact that this scroll <laughs> survived through the fucking blip, right? You know, holy, you know, holy smokes! There's there are too many uh, leaps that you're asking me to do right now. This is like the difference between how the Marvel Universe used to operate, where they would set up a little crumb of something, and then they would pay it off in this like mind-blowing fashion years later. Uh, except this one, they're like, oh, we didn't do that, though. Damn. Well, who is someone that could conceivably hand-wavingly be a scroll this until- entire time? I guess Rhodey? Are, are they going to address it in Armor Wars? I doubt it. I mean, or very briefly, you know, I, I was held captive by the scroll for X amount of years. Uh, I learned my best friend died and all his tech is in the world. Oh, well, time for me to don my war machine armor and forget all those events that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then the, I, the Crimson Dynamo shows up and he's like, wait a minute, something doesn't make sense. Don't ask questions, Dynamo. <laughs> So the scroll just used the they, they learned how to use the armor and then put fake blood on themselves during the battle. Don't yeah, worry about it, Crimson Dynamo. We're here to fight. 
We're, yep. we're only here to fight. That's what we're fires doing. Fires a, a bunch of missiles and explodes the Crimson Dynamo before he can ask any <laughs> more questions. Wait a minute. Logically, this does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's nuked into oblivion. Yeah, I mean, it's... No, none of that works. None of it. I mean, even the fact that I knew they were angling for him to be a scroll, fine. The The timeline doesn't work. There's no payoff at the end to kind of see him realize that or help us understand when Rhodey was captured. You know what I mean? Like, they should have paid that off. I know it's something that they yeah. they they think they're going to continue. No, fool! If you're gonna if you're gonna put so much bank on this being like the big reveal, then give me something for it, other than just like he's in the same hospital gown he was in in uh, Civil War, you see, and he can't use his leg. So the last thing he remember, so I was like, wait a minute. So at some point, you're telling me when um, Tony was helping him rehabilitate. He was like, just replaced. He's just replaced. So he didn't notice his friend's physiology has changed. Yeah. He and didn't his, have any... his friend is also like, the scroll is just great at acting like they have, uh, you know, they have, a, they're completely paralyzed. Uh, sure. We're going to see um, unsolicited tears from Rhodey when he's at Tony's funeral in Endgame. Like, right. It wasn't like he was like, oh, someone's looking at me. Let me roll a tear. They just did a shot of him crying or with tears coming down his face. No one's there. And you tell me, oh, that scroll just really was caught up in the emotions of the of the, the moment and, you know, fighting the fight that they did. Now, get out of here. Like, I, we, look, we realize that when this show was greenlit, none of this stuff was thought of. I get that. But, like. Don't do that to us. It Don't. feels like a total reshoots or something because like the just there wasn't even a moment that where they kind of paid off the the fact that he was a scroll for so long. Like if they had done like a Kaiser Soze uh, montage of just like doing just a couple pickup shots of him in movies over the years. He shoot a new scene where he transforms exactly. into a scroll afterwards. That sure. would have at least given us some context and framework for this. Like the way that happens now is that he, he is released from this like mind control machine and he falls forward. And then there's like an ADR line of Gaia being like, come, come with me. You've been a uh, captive for a very <laughs> long time. It's totally done off screen because you can tell it didn't actually do that line in the original shooting. Uh, but the thing is, like, if it had been an interesting twist that had stakes that I cared about, then I would be able to forgive some of the hand waviness. But as it stands right now, all you're really doing is making a couple of decent roadie scenes meaningless. Yep, and there's no there's no other end of that scale that that tips that, that makes it worth it. They Obi Wan it. They sat there and did a <laughs> bunch of things that p- people think they wanted to see, but then they lowered the impact of everything that came at, that would have come after it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, you can't tell whatever happens. You can't tell Tony or a scroll. Uh, just uh, <laughs> this, uh, that's our uh, that's our agreement between you and me 
roadie layup. And that's even the worst part is that the scroll is it unceremoniously just killed yeah, versus nothing. just winged, just shoot him, just shoot him in the arm, have him change to a scroll, does the same point. Then you have someone for roadie to go to or, you know, interrogate or anything like in armor wars or something like you have like this thing that could be more to it or you could try to build on top of it says so like no we got to clean up these we got to clean up this uh this script crime real quick so we'll just uh, kill this person <laughs> forget about it and uh, you never know if there's a scroll out there or not anymore there's like a million of them good luck yeah the 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 final episode of the show is 30 minutes long it's like one of the shortest episodes it all it has it takes care of like the end of the series what feels like in like maybe the first 15 minutes and then it spends the rest of the of the episode setting up something for some question mark payoff like we know that the marvels is mostly a galactic adventure it probably will have some aspect of the scrolls and the kree uh peace talks that'll probably factor into it somehow and that's really the only thing that's being set up but they set up all this like domestic crap that we're never going to be able to to experience or want to because like what president ritterson who uh nick fury is like warning him that this is happening the whole time all of a sudden goes completely aggro and it's just like we'll kill all the scrolls you can shapeshift into anybody we'll kill you and then uh that creates a bunch of like uh vigilantes there's definitely they're trying they tried very hard at the very end the very like last five minutes of the show to create some sort of parallels with the and meaning and uh grounding in the real world but it was so much of an afterthought it doesn't matter and uh so they they set up the the scrolls like Gravik was right at the end of the day like they proved him right because the, the fury did his thing he saved the scrolls and the people that were going to be nuked for some reason uh in this old uh, you know uh this old defunct nuclear uh, uh, power plant mm-hmm. and uh but like the, the the result of his actions like the scrolls got the really the short end of the straw again they are gonna be they went from being like a secret and at least hidden to being now the government knows about them and they're gonna hunt the, all of them down and kill them uh but then he's like but it's okay because the kree are open to peace talks so maybe you'll have a planet after all uh and uh then they set up uh, uh amelia clark's gaia character uh she becomes basically the same as her father the, the same as talos as like a a tool of a government and the how she is convinced into doing this is just that uh her contact is just like hey let's use each other and she's like all right and yeah i won't blow smoke up your butt don't blow it up mine you know yeah convincing oh my god (laughs) (laughs) my my father has died because of his his loyalty to fury and his his path this exact same path i'm offered that same path even though i have like omega level a power level and a, basically a god and no one can tell me to do anything 
And she's like, oh, we could use each other. Hey, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Let's, but, but you know what? But let's not like each other. And she's like, you, you know what? You son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, I can't wait. Let's get in the car together now. Let's do the, no, no. <laughs> I mean, the way that the, the flip-flop between is, is guy even a double agent already? Or was really with the cause beforehand? Or anything in between, it, I didn't really care, but then this end resolution was like, you would, you would go, you would go for that. You know, you, you know, that is exactly the same damn, it's almost the same deal that yeah. Fury had with your dad and just like this one, no, you wouldn't like, this makes no sense. It makes no sense. And what really also makes no sense to me are all the people were like, this was really deep and emotionally charged. Nobody said that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, look, everyone I mean, has everyone has their defenders, and I mean, sure. look, and Man, if you, I would, what I wouldn't give to it for a defender, a good defenders. Uh, yeah, that's what I want exactly. I want someone to tell me why this show is good, or why they feel this show is good. But give me some real good reasons, because there's so many things wrong with it that. I I I I don't want to say it's very defendable, but it definitely isn't. Like there there's there was nothing redeeming about it. I don't feel like my mind was altered. I don't feel like this set up anything. If anything, this just kept adding more fuel to the fire. That depending on who the director is or the focus point for the movie or the show, it's just going to swing so wildly. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, uh, Loki, cool. I enjoyed season one. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of, like, the last episode for me um, of Loki, but overall it was enjoyable and Tom Hiddleston's great and all that. But now because of this, I'm less excited for whatever Loki brings because it just feels like it's just going to add more chaffa to the MCU than actually adding to it the that may be the case but i think the difference here is the creative team and i think that you can see how big of a deal that ends up making in these individual shows it definitely gave this show gave me a greater appreciation for what has come before uh because i found myself missing the irreverence of she hulk i found myself uh missing the heart of miss marvel uh and like just the the willingness to take risks that we saw in moon knight um and i i missed the actual intrigue that we got in falcon and the winter soldier um and uh it was just i don't if you here's what i'll say if you like this show and you think that it is good because of the strength of its performance? You will performances. You will not find the argument for me. I think that there are several really terrific performances in the show. Um, I and I think that you are seeing a a group of really talented actors do their best with totally. some something that was like the the TV show equivalent of like a saltine, like a unsalted saltine. <laughs> just like it just turns to beige paste in your mouth. 
Um, and that is like the flavor equivalent of this show to me. You know, again, you're not going to get any disagreements from me when you message me and you're like, I think the show's starting to pick up. It's pretty good. I was like, I don't know, bro. You just keep watching. <laughs> it had one good episode that was like, I just, I gave it too much credit, which is a hundred percent true because I, I think maybe halfway through the, the series, I was like, whoa, the, they are like laying out some interesting plot threads that I could see them picking up and doing something interesting with. But like, if this was supposed to be a showcase and a return to form for Nick Fury, I know he has always been a morally gray character, but this really, his, this storyline does him no favors. It really turns him into a very despicable character because his excuse for not finding the, the scrolls a home is like, Hey, I looked for a really long time and it was clear that there wasn't a planet for you. I knew that people of the, this planet would never accept you which is supposed to be this very deep, you know, yeah. um, commentary on the, the how we are divided these days. Um, and so then he just continues to gaslight them. <laughs> That's the worst part. He's like, yeah, no one, I didn't. I couldn't find the planet, and, and I knew people wouldn't like you here, so I just kept lying to you. And it's like, you're terrible. You're, like, terrible. Also, like, you abandoned your wife. You were totally cool with her never showing her actual skin. Uh, and, like, you're, like, he is, like, a thoughtless, despicable character throughout this entire thing. Is very, un- I mean, Sam Jackson's doing the best he possibly can, I think, with the material he's got. But they don't, they make him into a very unlikable character, and they don't resolve any of it. He literally, at the end, he's just like, oh, well, there's a couple things that kind of came out of nowhere that make it kind of okay at the end. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm never really going to apologize for not, for gaslighting you and making you my private army this entire time with no intention of ever actually making good on my promise. He's terrible. It definitely not redeemable. You know, like, there's nothing in there that makes me go like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, um, you know, Fury, you're, you were a little on the, um, uh, on the edge initially, but you redeemed yourself. You redeemed yeah. yourself. No, it was just this master spy, like the world spy, pretty much. This is uh, this is how badass Nick Fury is supposed to be. Was yeah, just terrible, really bad at a job. Just yeah, and and a despicable person, and not like a and zero likability with this new wrinkle to his character. Like, I think that's why they had to have Gravik act so cartoonishly evil towards the end of the series. Is they needed hit, they needed the audience a re, to give the audience a reason not to like him. Because <laughs> right, because I, mean, I think towards the end of the series, if he hadn't had like turned on his people and started like killing people for no reason and really sowing doubt and discord throughout his. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- throughout the, his gathered, you know, scroll army, that I think like people would just be like, "Oh yeah, he's right though." Like, yeah, he killed Nick Fury. He, he really screwed you guys over. Uh, 
like they had to make him cartoonishly evil to make him an unlikable villain at all because this is the first time I've ever seen anything where I'm like he has a point though. It's not. Killmonger also had a point until sure. they had the three uh third arc arc him so bad that make him just seem like oh no he's just another villain. When he yeah. brought up a valid point, yeah, I'm not going to disagree that Gravik's Gravik had every right to be mad mm-hmm. there's no i would never take that away from that character but yeah it just had the turn into like literally comic book version of just i'm a bad guy for bad guy's sake so let's forget my whole decent point i was making yeah he's hurt. and not even a good one like he's, he's not, not he's like a snidely whiplash style character he is like mm-hmm. He is just like, mm, yes, I'll kill every one of my own people to make a point. Where did this mustache twirling idiot come from? I don't know, but weren't you doing this for your people? Yeah, not like, anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, let me, I've decided I'm against that. Let's go ahead. And, yeah, it's just, it's just bad. It is just bad. Like it's not, it, it's not shaped well. There, there are no clear lines and like who you should like. I don't like really anybody. No. And yeah, I don't leave with this feeling like we're in a better place, but to be fair, this is kind of my feelings with a fair amount of the, you know, the recent MCU stuff. It's been fun, but it's just been kind of like doing donuts in the parking lot when I'm waiting for it to kind of start taking off and start doing things. And so far it's just been like two phases almost of just like, eh, just waiting for fantastic four and X-Men. Yeah. I mean, have some of the in secret invasion. Sure. Okay. You can't get the big one, the big actors. Fine. They're busy doing other stuff. Bring in the TV folks. You got she Hulk. You got Moon Knight. You got Miss Marvel. You got Loki. Bring up to you have one of them do a cameo. Any one of them. Anyone. I'm not saying like you need to legitimize this, but that would have made me go, okay, cool. Or give me fucking Colby Smolders comes back. She's alive. Marie Hill's alive, and they plan this from the the rip. Or anything. Give me, give me that. But instead, you just gave me uh, a switcheroo. At the uh, OK Corral and then, uh, you know, giant CG monster fight, which normally I don't have problems with when I care about the stakes, I guess. Yeah, I am. I, I was so. Dis- I was just so fed up. This is the first time I've been fed up with, like, the Marvel trope of just making a, a the a, someone with the exact same power set, just a different color powers uh, face off at the end. Like. I've always been very forgiving of that because the CG has usually been cool and I care about the characters enough to follow them through this journey, even though it is a little bit generic and predictable. Uh, This one, it was just like, oh my God. Why would you even have Nick Fury in in the the chamber where you do your uh, genetic recombination? There's got to be... There's got to be some sort of rules against having two people in there at once. Yeah, what if you get uh, get Fury's DNA? Like, 
You, yeah. you, just, you just get blasted with fury DNA and then you just make bad decisions. But you know where like a bunch of your clothes are kept, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you're like, oh, I, I know how many, there's so many graveyards with all my clothes in it, but I'm also super emotionally abusive. Hooray! So many powers. <laughs> I'm so cool. I hate you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, like I knew the show wasn't, I knew the show wasn't for me when it stopped becoming appointment television. And that was right after the first episode. I, I was just like, oh, what? That was it? No, I'm good. If I catch it on Wednesday, great. If I don't, it's okay. If I if I go to X and it's spoiled for me, excuse me, Twitter, and it's spoiled for me, it's okay. I'm, I don't feel like I'm really missing out on anything. Yeah, I definitely got to the point where I think it was the very last episode. I, I turned to my wife and I said, uh, well, we have a new secret evasion to watch. It's supposed to be awful. Uh, <laughs> and we both are kind of like, all right, well, let's do it for the pod. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Do it for the tent. Like we were. Do it for the pod. We had to, uh, we had to, Tanya, we had to palate cleanse whatever any secret invasion episode so if we watch that first then we had to watch something good so usually yeah. that was going over to uh, strange new world season two which to me is batting a thousand that's incredible they have yeah. not the, the stakes have never been higher for the next episode of strange new worlds because i've never seen a, a season of star trek that has just been one complete triumph after another <laughs> straight bangers and they definitely i'm like oh oh this is great oh thank you for this but like i had you know or i'm like let's watch the bear you know how emotionally charged and like intense the bear could be but i much rather go through that and enjoy what i'm watching than uh, watched uh, what i did with uh secret evasion very well said uh my final review of this uh series is going to be uh I'm watching Severance now, and it's it's really cool. If you're looking for intrigue, why don't you check out Severance? Or, the less said about the secret evasion, the better. Or if I can give um, another recommendation, this is going to sound weird. Uh, my 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 thing is, if you're looking for secret invasion, but you want intrigue or something that's fun to watch, watch the old Mission Impossible TV show. That shit is straight fire. We are three right, episodes yeah. in. I I don't remember anything that I used to watch. So fucking enjoyable. Well, there and, you go. And I was like, ooh, cool intrigue, shot well. Like, I mean, acted like it from the time frame. You know, it's from the 60s, so that's what you're going to get. But super enjoyable. Super, do, do that instead. That's, that's the secret invasion I recommend. Okay, <laughs> it's Mission Impossible. Yep, you got Mission Impossible, you got Blue Bloods, you got Severance, all sorts of fun things to watch uh, besides a Secret Invasion. Uh, yeah, it's just, I can't not recommend it enough. Um, well, uh, you heard it here first, folks, or second or third or perhaps last, uh, but uh, we also are not huge fans of Secret Invasion. Um, so, uh, that's the, uh, that's the pop saga stamp. We're putting the, we're putting the doo-doo stamp on this one. Yep. <laughs> this official, this official, uh, you know, Oprah gives out a sticker. 
we give out the doo-doo stamp and this uh <laughs> <laughs> secret invasion is is uh is is the proud recipient of the doo-doo stamp um so don't go out and see it um well and but you don't have to worry because it's over and, and so is this episode of pop saga we hope you enjoy listening to it because we sure as heck enjoyed making it for you so let's get into the credits the credits everyone's favorite here it comes first we'd like to thank burton m6 for the end all the incredible music on our show you can check uh, our show notes for a link to his fiverr page and how to get in touch with him uh, of course there's also links there to get in touch with us uh, we've got uh, all sorts of social media presence, but really where it's happening is the Discord. Come on down, we'll talk to you, we'll have a good time, and we can all talk about all the things we didn't like about Secret Invasion. Or if you like it, come tell us. We'd love to hear uh, some positive uh, takes on the show, and maybe that will uh, change our mind. It won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, did you hear my neck turning back and forth? I mean, uh, did you hear my neck being open for? Uh, Why is uh, your neck open? Oh, no. geez, we, this no. this uh, accident was worse than I could have possibly <laughs> yeah. imagined. Wasn't great. Uh, geez, oh, please, oh. Anyway, uh, let's hope. Uh, let's all send some healing thoughts to John's horrible neck wound. Um, but, uh, that's, listen, folks, there's no horrible neck wound, all right? That's just a little joke, all right? Uh, but set up feeling, feeling thoughts anyway, why not? Um, and as we like to say at the end of every program, we hope that wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, you are feeling happy and healthy, and if you're not, that is okay, too, but without further ado, I'm gonna throw it over John, throw it over John, no, I'm gonna throw it over to John for the final word. Remember, folks, today's secret word is thanks. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 